Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. Today is a red tent conversation. We are continuing with Blessed Beyond the Curse, part nine and the finale to our interview with a vampire redeemed by Jesus series. Today, you're going to hear how Jesus came in as the deliverer and that one drop of his blood was enough for Dorothy's freedom. So let's get to it. And thanks for joining us for all nine episodes. After your experience, I know that kind of jacked with your brain a little bit, um, (laughs) but after, because I remember, and on my side, um, the wolf came first. We dealt with Jason, and then you were like, "I feel like I need to scream," and I said, "Are you okay?" And you're like, "No, I there's something yeah. wrong. I can feel something inside of me." And okay, that's I when- remember that now. Okay. <laughs> now, now I remember that, and I was, that was like. Just- so odd for me because I mean there was I like I said on my end I could not feel minutes or seconds like it was right there was something going on inside of me spiritually right. and and I'll, I'll even say mentally there was something going on right and it was fighting and that's that's when you said that uh, I re- remember saying that I felt like I wanted to scream like there was right. something that wanted to get out and couldn't. So and that is that is when you assisted with the delivering me from the vampirism. Well, come out in the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know? I say assisted like, because I mean I you, prayed you in the, tongues, I prayed in the spirit, <laughs> I asked the Lord to do it. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, but in agreement with the Lord for your freedom. But I didn't. Um, I didn't know what was going on. I, right. I, I really didn't because I wasn't expecting that. No, uh, I, I no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> Yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Having another conversation we never thought we would have, but exactly. hopefully, by the grace of God, somebody will hear it that has been engulfed in this lifestyle and that they will come to repentance. And, you know, if you're listening right now and you've not given your heart to Jesus Christ and you've not made that decision, um, it's so easy. Lord, forgive me. Break all the curses. Ask him if things are brought specifically to your mind, do that. And then understand it's a journey because as Dorothy surrendered areas of her life, as she, you know, the Lord asked you to give up uh, drinking, right, Dorothy? And that was a, that was a battle. But as you made that commitment and then you got rebaptized, what was that two months ago or was that just about a month ago? It was only, it was on uh, July 30th. So July 30th, you got rebaptized and now demons are coming out of you because of what the decision you made to um, surrender to the Lord and serve him fully. Right. And and the thing is, I actually went back to 
the Lord in 2012. And mm-hmm. this is stuff that's still served, like it, it, it's still coming up. Right. So, but you didn't get rebaptized until no, just a I couple didn't. of weeks ago. That's correct. Right. So, I I mean, I'm a firm believer because the Bible says baptism is for the forgiveness of sins. It's such a beautiful thing, right? Baptism is for the forgiveness of our sins. And so you rededicated your life to the Lord over 10 years ago, but the baptism was for the forgiveness of your sins. And then this was freedom because of that. I firmly believe firmly had nothing to do with me. Uh, I mean, God, God used me in your life to represent, but it was him who did it. It was the Lord who said, okay, you made the decision for the forgiveness of your sins. I'm going to set you free. Right. Because right. nothing is beyond the blood of Jesus Christ. Nothing. Um, and that that is no matter what curse. Right. You're blessed beyond the curse. Um, not to get all sing songy because your promise will endure and <laughs> <laughs> your joy is going to be my strength. Right. I mean, your journey has been a journey. And I would encourage anybody like uh, that's listening It's not complicated. Lord, I want to serve you. Lord, please forgive me. Lord, break all the curses. Show me what I need to do because every person's life is different. And you just need to know at what point, you know, for yourself, Lord, show me what I need to do because it's going to be different than Dorothy and it's going to be different than me. Everybody's story is unique to themselves. Everyone's journey is different. Yeah. And we have a personal God who's the best teacher, better than anyone else. It's not a method. It's not a formula. It's not how it is in paganism where you charge your crystals and align your chakras and (laughs) (laughs) say it it, it is is so much simpler. (laughs) It's so much simpler. (laughs) You know, come out in the name of Jesus and the demon comes out, right? Be forgiven. And, and that is, it's that simple. Be forgiven and ask for forgiveness and forgive because if you don't forgive, you can't be forgiven. So make sure that you extend forgiveness. And what I tell people in that capacity is forgiveness is a decision. It is a choice. It's not a feeling. Sometimes I don't feel like I love the people in my life, but I've made a choice to love them. And so I don't have to feel it for it to be a choice to love and serve the people in my life. The same with forgiveness by an act of my will, because we have free will by an act of my will, I choose to forgive this person for this. What a lot of times we also do with those situations that we've been hurt in is we also make judgments. I would never do that. You know, that's how we handle it. I would never do that. And we judge them by the standard of us. And the Bible says, judge not unless you want to be judged. And so when we make those judgments out of the bitterness of the wounds that were created 
um, from those situations, we don't allow God to judge. And the only judgment is ours, which does absolutely nothing. So bottom line, if you, if you do truly have the, the love of Christ in your spirit and in your heart, you start to see people differently. You um, do. You see beyond even their own behavior. Yes. And it, you no longer feel the need to judge it's more or less like they just don't know. They they, they just don't know. Don't know. Yeah, they just um, don't and, know. And you you feel sorrow. You actually yeah. feel sorrow for that person. That's feeling and experiencing the heart of God. Yeah, we are going to wrap up here. And the last part I do want to finish on is on that bitterness. And like Dorothy said, you you when you actually release that bitterness. And you say, you know what? I don't know what I would have done in their shoes because I'm in mine. I'm in my shoes. I'm not in their shoes. I really don't know what I would have done given the exact same set of circumstances. I might have a good idea and I might be absolutely right that I would not make that decision but it's the judgment aspect that I'm talking about. So you want to repent for judging people based on the standard of you and release them to God and let God judge them because his judgment is so different than ours and forgive them. And you come out of prison, you know, release that, come out of the prison, move on. That doesn't mean that you're going to move on in relationship with that person. Chances are there's got to be a boundary because there was legitimate things done wrong. That being said, forgiveness um, is necessary and forgiveness does not equal continuing relationship, especially when the person doesn't want to be in unity. Matthew chapter 10 addresses this. And it says, if you go into a home or you go into a house and they do not accept you, so there's strife and contention and division. It says, shake the dust off of your feet, take your blessing, take your greeting back and leave and don't go back. And I know that's hard sometimes for us as Christians, because it's like, you can love people, but not necessarily be in relationship with them. And that's okay. And it's difficult, but that's okay. And God will help you get through that. So you can reach me on hopewillarise.com, hopewillarise.com. There is a contact me section. And if you've made a decision to serve Jesus and you need help with next steps, I can help you with that. Or you can find a local church that believes in deliverance they can help you with that. You do need to, none of this is a salvation issue, right? Turning to Jesus is how you go to heaven. That's the only way you go to heaven. Believing in Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior is the only way you're going to go to heaven. But to live a victorious life, a life with joy and abundance you want to get those things stripped out and replaced with the Holy Spirit. So even in right this moment, if you just accepted Jesus Christ, you can just say, Lord, have your Holy Spirit come upon me 
and baptize me with the Holy Spirit and your fire and fill me up in all the places that the darkness was. You can do that right now. And then you should get baptized. But again, baptism is not a salvation issue, but deliverance sometimes happens during baptism or shortly thereafter. It just does. So may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and may he grant you peace. May you be blessed with the presence and power of the Holy Spirit and may you learn that he is your comforter and that he above all loves you unconditionally. And I bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I thank you for joining us in our red tent event. I thank you for listening to Dorothy's story. Dorothy, I want to thank you so very much for your transparency. Um, And we might have another conversation. We'll talk more and we'll see. But I think that this was an excellent introduction to what it looks like to walk this path and, and how do you get there? So thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. Until next time and another Red Tent conversation. Be blessed.